welcome students in the second part of history of plant pathology in the previous session we learned about the status of plant pathology in ancient period and its development from 1600 to 1800 today i'll describe the major development in the plant pathology during the golden age of biology that is from 1840 to 1900 A mysterious and terrible potato disease the late blight of potato appeared in western europe and in the united states from 1830 to 1850 in 1845 this late blight disease destroyed the irish potato crop as a result million of people died due to starvation and malnutrition Many in 1845, this late blight disease destroyed the Irish potato crop. As a result, millions of people died of starvation and malnutrition, and a similar number of Irish citizens immigrated from Ireland to the United States and Canada. This tragedy forced scientists to investigate the disease and find ways to control it. Heinrich Anton de Berry, a medical doctor and one of the outstanding biologists of his time, proved experimentally that a fungus was the cause of the late blight of potato, and his work was accepted by the scientific community. At the age of 22, de Berry published a book presenting overwhelming evidence that fungi are the causes, not the result of plant diseases. De Berry also made many other discoveries about plant diseases. He is called the father of plant pathology not only because his scientific ability but also because he was a great researcher, compiler and educator. He trained more than 60 scientists from many countries who became prominent in the field of plant pathology and mycology. In the golden age of biology from 1840 to 1900, the foundations of modern biology were laid and much progress was made. In 1858 and 1859, the epic publication of Charles Darwin and G. W. Wallis established the evolutionary theory. In 1861, Louis Pasteur of France demolished the concept of spontaneous generation and showed that microorganisms only arose from the other identical microorganisms. In 1876, Robert Koch showed that anthrax disease of cattle was caused by microorganisms. He also introduced the pore plate method of isolating causal organism from diseased tissue in 1881. Isolation technique was improved by the development of a culture plate with a lid, the Petri dish, by one of Koch's assistant, Dr. R.J. Petri. In 1884, Koch provided a series of rules for proving that a microorganisms causes a disease which became known which later became the koch postulates julius gottef kuhn a german botanist published the first plant pathology text in 1858 another german robert hartig devoted his life to the study of forestry diseases and published two books on the subject 
In 1874 and in 82, Hartig is widely known as the father of forest pathology. T. J. Burrell at the University of Illinois and J. C. Arthur at Cornell University showed between 1877 and 1885 the fire blight of apple and pear was caused by bacterium. In 1885, Frenchman P.M.A. Millardet discovered Bordex mixture for the control of downy mildew of grapes. Arvin F. Smith began his long productive career with the U.S. Department of Agriculture in 1886 and became one of this country's greatest bacteriologists and plant pathologists. Also in 1880s, Adolf Meyer in Holland demonstrated that tobacco mosaic could be spread by juice from infected plants. Dmitry Ivanovsky and Russian in 1892 claimed that entity that caused mosaic disease was smaller than a bacterium. In 1898, M. W. Wiesernick in Holland demonstrated that the infectious substances that caused mosaic increase in the tobacco plants. He was the first to use word virus from the Latin word for poison in relation to plant disease. In 1883, H. Hoshimoto, a Japanese rice grower, recorded that a leafhopper transmitted the uh, virus disease known as dwarf disease of rice. M. B. Way demonstrated in 1931 the honey bees could act as vectors for the bacterium that causes fire blight. Now came the 20th century. In the 20th century, plant pathology matured as a science with startling and rapid discoveries. Departments of plant pathology were established at the major universities around the world. Experiment stations first established in the late 1800s continued to grow in number and by 1960 such stations had been established in United States. Professors such as E.C. Stegman, L.R. Jones and W.W. Wessel attracted and trained many students in the United States. Pioneer researchers including E.F. Smith forced ahead in new areas of plant pathology. Jones in the 1920s restarted Prevost ideas that environment was important in the development of plant diseases. This time the idea was accepted. N.A. Corp, G. Steiner, B.J. Chitwood, and their co-workers expanded nematology. In 1935, W.M. Stanley won the Nobel Prize for demonstrating that tobacco mosaic virus was a chemical, a protein that could reproduce itself in living cells. F.C. Borden and N.W. Perry showed in 1936 that Stanley's chemical was protein that was a nucleoprotein and that a virus was made up of nucleic acid such as RNA or DNA and protein together. GNA Koshik and his colleagues in 1939 first saw virus particles in electron microscope. In the early 1940s, scientists formulated the first carbamate fungicides. 
Chemical nematicides came into use in 1950s. Systemic fungicides were developed and first used in 1960s and the sterol inhibitor fungicides were introduced in 1970s and early 1980s. Also, in the 1940 and 1950s, scientists learned more about the physiology of plant diseases. They learned how pathogens attack and colonize plants and studied antimicrobial compounds produced in plants. In 1963, J. E. Van der Plank published his book on epidemics and management of plant diseases. His ideas permitted scientists to describe mathematically the factors that contribute to plant disease development. In 1967, Doi and co-workers in Japan observed a new kind of organisms in the history of plant pathology, that is mycoplasma, in infected plants. These were transmitted by leafhoppers. In 1971, T.O. Diner discovered virioids, which are the smaller than viruses and thus the smallest known infectious agent of plant diseases. In addition to the development of new pesticides and the description of newly found pathogens in 1960s and 1970s, several new areas of research began to contribute to the understanding of plant diseases. Scientists today are studying the biochemistry of compounds and enzymes involved in the development of plant diseases. Other scientists are working on the epidemiology of plant diseases. Through these studies, they are seeking a more complete understanding of pathogen spread and disease development in plant population over large geographic areas. Biological control of plant disease is receiving increased attention. In addition, recent advances in biotechnology have enabled plant pathologists to utilize noble sources of disease resistance and to use processes such as plant transformation to shorten the time it takes to develop disease-resistant cultivars. Based on the advances in these areas, scientists will be able to provide more efficient management measures for plant diseases. Today, the flood of published research papers continues to increase. The storage, retrieval, and use of this information is one of the most important problems in science. New discoveries on computer science, biotechnology, genetics, physiology, and many other sciences are all having their impact on plant pathology. A hungry world awaits many more productive discoveries and let the research grow on. Thank you.